We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Thanks for joining us. And we are ready to bring in our guest. We bring him on every Thursday at this time. Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three to get us the latest in Husker recruiting. And there's been a few other storylines uh, that we want to talk about as well uh, with Nebraska going into this. Brian, how's it going today? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, it's, uh, it's at least a nice day outside, so the weather always helps uh, a little bit there. We've got our rain going, so uh, that that's pretty good. Uh, big, uh, big couple days, I suppose, for Nebraska in the recruiting realm. Uh, coming up in in June, in, in Matt Rule, I know gave some uh, shed some light on that the other day. What what is the, kind of the, the the recruiting month? I know June's always kind of a big one for camps and stuff. What does the yep. next couple of months look like? Well, June's going to be busy. Um, you know, they're going to be. So first of all, I think we need to talk about official visitors because it, it, it was something I kind of tried to tee up a little bit in my three and out on Wednesday morning, where I suggested. I didn't really kind of feel like that first weekend in June was going to be like the big weekend for Nebraska. It's so competitive across the nation because the schools are reaching out to all these guys. And when I say these schools, I mean all of these schools and they're, they're calling it their day. They're calling it their banner day. They're calling it, you know, we want you the worst. Therefore we want you to come in that first weekend. So it's kind of a, it's a sales pitch. It's a little gimmicky, but it, but it works. I mean, Nebraska had a heck of a first weekend in June last year, you know, under Scott Frost. I mean, they, they brought in some real good talent. Um, but I think Nebraska this year is kind of backing off that idea. I, I think that there's, you know, there's some reasons for that. I think number one, um, some of those bigger guns that come in those first, that first weekend in June, they may be getting like the better look and a better red carpet feel and whatever but they're not committing the first weekend in June. They're not committing until July, maybe at the soonest. I mean, some of those guys may be in the season or even out to December. So I I think that that's part of the reason. Um, and I think that, that I kind of nailed it a little bit there too. It's like some of these guys like Nathaniel Frazier, they, they've mentioned specifically, they want to get back to Nebraska when the facilities are done. They want to see a game in Lincoln. I think in, I'm thinking you're going to see a few more, you know, higher end dudes that want to come in, in in September, October to kind of check out and see what Lincoln is like on a real game day weekend. I think that that's very, very important to them. But then, you know, outside of like the official visitor stuff, and you can always catch this over there on Husker Online, you go up there to recruiting and you go down to visits and you can see all the people that we have kind of confirmed to come in from June 2nd all the way through July, through June 23rd. In fact, we just confirmed Davon Hall is coming in on the 23rd, but you know, outside of that, they're going to start hitting some, some satellite camps. Um, satellite camps is, are kind of a, kind of a topic that we've talked about before. And, and then it kind of, you know, started with frost and then you had uh, COVID that kind of impacted that, but you know, Matt rule and his staff are not going to let this opportunity go by because both the satellite camps are going to work are in Texas. One of them's in Belton at Mary Harden Baylor and the other one's in Houston, I think it like Houston Christian, and I don't have that list in front of me. Um, but they're for a couple dates, you know, in June. They're kind of back-to-back dates, I think it's like 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, really convenient to get down there. And, and I think it's, you know, not about 2024 targets. I think it's more about getting into the younger classes. I mean, because Nebraska is still offering some 2024 guys. Like, you know, I just did a story last night on Malik Escura. Um, he's uh, 2024 safety, but then Nebraska offered, you know, 
and he's got two visits already set up in June. Then Nebraska offered like an LSU tight or a linebacker commitment to uh, this linebacker in Alito, Texas last night. And it's just like, I think Nebraska is finding that they're just a little bit behind the curve, you know, just based on when rule was hired. And this will help get, get things shored up and looking better for 25-26 in the state of Texas. That's interesting. Satellite camps, uh, you know, you know, we're kind of really big with Jim Harbaugh. You know, it's yep. hard to believe, you know, how long ago that's been now. But I remember getting in particular finding uh, a DiCaprio Boodle out of a satellite camp. And of course, that's paid off yep. now with White Boodle uh, committing to Nebraska and DiCaprio had a wonderful career here. Um, but I guess kind of thinking along those lines, is that more of of a deal where you're finding diamonds in the rough like Boodle was? Or will there be some pretty highly touted players at these satellite camps? You know, I think it really kind of depends. I mean, that's the way we've kind of seen camps when we when we attended them down here ourselves personally. Um, I think you're going to find some dudes. I mean, I, I think that the dudes, however, are going to be tucked away more into those younger camps. By that point, when you start talking about first week in June, most of the top dogs in the state of Texas or anybody else that's going to drive in or travel in for one of these two camps, they've likely already been on an official visit. They've, they're probably just coming off an official visit. In fact, I think the question would then become, why do you have to take, you know, and do a camp at Mary Harden Baylor or at Houston Christian, you know, in the first week of June, if you're already have already taken your first official visit. So I don't think you're going to see those types of guys. I think you're going to see some other guys that are, that are under the radar. And and Texas is incredibly interesting. One of the storylines that I follow every single year, it seems, is that a kid has just been buried on the depth chart, you know, he's not been able to play to play because he's at a, at a fairly large school or whatever. He's had a senior or some upperclassman in front of him. Now he has a path to, to get on the, on the playing on the playing field a little bit. And all of a sudden he starts opening people's eyes. That's going to be a storyline to kind of watch where you've got late development guy. Hasn't had a chance to have any production because he's been buried on a depth chart guy transferred high schools, transferred in. There's going to be a lot of that. There's a lot of people moving to the state of Texas. So you could, you could see some of that as well. So I think that those are going to be more of an, of a, of a real example that we'll see out of the June dates. Now for Nebraska's camps that they hold on their own, again, are those, are those for generally underclassmen or are there like camps for seniors as well? Or is that mostly just underclassmen? No, they've got, they have both. Um, they, they've got, you know, all the way down from the, from the, the small fries, as I'll put it, because my son, my seventh grader, you know, took part in one last year, but then they start picking it up on the guys that'll be rolling, I think, either into ninth grade or 10th grade. I don't know where that that divider line is. And then you start to see your individual camps. You get into, I think there's one Friday night light camp that they're going to be uh, providing. And then you have like, you still have your pipeline, I think, and your specialist camps that were still there. But um, you're going to see guys from you know up and down the range of, of class you're going to see 10th 11th 12th typically at those at those friday night lights you're going to see some younger guys obviously rolling in there as well I, I think that when you typically find you know yourself you know you're looking at those ninth and 10th graders those are usually the guys that are driving in you know so i put that on kind of more of a driving radius tab as opposed to this kid flew in from Nashville or this guy flew in from California. I, I don't see that a lot that's going to happen for camp. I think it's going to be more geographical, but I, I do feel like, and I have seen it before, you know, like on Friday night lights or the other indie camps, you will have a better draw and you will have some guys that come in nationally that obviously, you know, that some of them that you're expecting, some of them that you're not. 
And uh, that's what makes those camps really, really interesting and fun to watch. Also, Matt Rule uh, kind of gave us an update the other day about the, the scholarship um, kind of situation and that there, you know, some guys are going to sit out um, and so they can get down to 85. So much so that, in fact, that they can add uh, scholarships to a few walk-ons and Nate Morkature and John Bullock. Maybe we can get that to in a second, too. But he slightly touched on the transfer portal, um, perhaps maybe still, you know, reaching in there. Are there any names that are kind of coming up or is it is going to have to be a, a kind of a special situation? Is there any positions that you kind of think um, for, for the transfer portal? Do you think Nebraska um, more than likely won't, won't dip their hand back in there? Yeah, I, I, I listened and I read the comments by, by coach rule and it really seems like it's going to have to be a special circumstance. It, it seems like they're really, you know, content with where they kind of sit right now. They, they, they do have some room potentially to go ahead and go get a guy. I mean, I, I would think if you had the right situation come up at off on the offensive line or the defensive line, um, that would be probably somebody that would be interesting that you want to take a look at. But the problem with that obviously is that who's in the portal now is who's in the portal is going to be there for a long time. And, and so if they've already been through the evaluation, they've already, they've already taken a look at all the guys that are there and, and basically have told themselves with whatever criteria that they, that they've used it to where this guy couldn't come in and start, this guy couldn't be in our two deep, you know, we, we feel like we're good at this position, even though that guy's a really good player. You know, I, I think that those would be some of the questions that I would ask myself, depending on the positions. Um, and, and, and I just feel like the, the walk on, obviously the Borkature, I, Borkature was, was named specifically by several recruits when they had open practices and those guys were showing up to have, you know, and they were doing full contact Borkature got mentioned by name multiple times to me. Hmm. Um, so he had to have had a, a, an amazing spring and Bullock, obviously he's gotten high praise from rule, you know, calling him a, a future NFL guy uh, somewhere else down the line. So um, I, I, I think I, I, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate what he's doing with the walk on st- uh, stuff too recently. But I, I do feel like, you know, you kind of you've got some room here potentially to do something with the portal. It would have to be super special. And obviously you want to keep one of those spots open in case, you know, Logan Smothers decided that he was going to return. Because it sounds like Matt Rule is open for that. We're speaking with Brian Munson of, of Husker Online on three. And Brian, you, you talk about the walk ons and the and the uh, uh, yeah. Matt Rule and the roster and everything and and. This last week, Nebraska gets two preferred walk-ons, one from the state of Georgia and one from California. Can you speak on either one of them? Yeah. No, Leslie Black, Statesboro, Georgia, defensive end, 6'5"-ish, you know, had some had a number of offers uh, and even some PWOs. Long guy, not not a real quick quick, quick twitch kind of guy, but long. And, and I think that there's uh, obviously a project side that Nebraska has to really appreciate there. Um, Nebraska went on to offer a number of other Statesboro uh, underclassmen, you know, uh, since then too. So there's there's a lot of activity for Nebraska that's happened at the high school here in the last week or so. And then Jake Bauer uh, from uh, Santa Margarita high, a Catholic High School out in Rancho Santa Margarita, which is the same high school uh, as Johnny Stanton, um, is going to come in and play Rover for Nebraska. Really interesting dude. Only played high school football for a few years, a rugby guy by nature, you know, so, you know, he's, you know, he's a tough guy. Um, Nebraska found him, interestingly enough, they were watching film on, on Nate Frazier and they were watching this, they were watching him play against uh, modern day play against uh, Santa Margarita and 
this kid kept coming up on tackles. And, uh, and so he has this really good night. They call his coach, Coach uh, Ruziger, I think is his name, and uh, said, hey, we really like your guy. And at that time, UCLA and Ohio State were still sniffing on uh, for a preferred walk-on spot. So I think Nebraska has done a bang-up job, a bang-up job on their walk-on class that they put together so far uh, under rule. I'd even go back to the time where they got in Landon Turnus for the walk-on uh, fullback out of Columbus Lakeview. That dude tore it up in practice last week. I think he got first in the 100 meter at like a 10 eight, got first in shot put and second in the 200 meter. Uh, he's running a 20, a, a low 23 second 200 meter, and he ran a sub 10 900 meter. That's a kid that's going to come in and play fullback. So I think that that's an absolute steal of a guy to take a look at for Nebraska. Oh, that, that's good stuff to, to catch on. Of course, like with the story of the walk-ons that we had, just just earned scholarships. Sometimes those guys can yep. turn into real playmakers for Nebraska. Um, before we let you go, I think it's all quiet on the Riola front, so maybe we move our <laughs> move our attention maybe to that group that you were talking about, maybe Frazier and, and Baker. Uh, are those kind of the top targets? I mean, you take you take uh, you take Riola out of it. Are those some the top targets that Nebraska's got a pretty realistic chance of, of being in on? Yeah, I, I like Baker. I, I like Frazier. Uh, Dylan Williams and, and Kamar Mathudi are two guys to keep, a, keep an eye on. I think that those guys will take official uh, official visits to Nebraska. Peyton Morgan, who's already uh, lined up an official visit, is a four-star safety from Pflugerville, Texas. He's coming in the first weekend in June. And don't look past Aiden Breland. I think Breland is going to be tough to get for you know for Nebraska. I think they can get him back for an official visit. I, I think he's the kind of guy that can come in – and have an immediate impact. Um, he's not going to have to go and wait, wait, you know, in line any, uh, probably at Nebraska, he'd have to wait probably some other places that he's considering. That's got to be interesting to him. I think that's also what's interesting to Baker and to Frazier. They can see immediate roles at Nebraska and particularly if Nebraska is doing some things in the fall, that's the part that I think is going to get, going to get examined. How well are things moving under rule to improve the record and show improvement on the field? Excellent stuff once again from Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. I know you're busy today, so thanks for carving out some time for us and uh, helping, uh, you know, helping all of our listeners get caught up on Husker recruiting. Thanks again for your time today. Always have time for you guys. We'll see you soon. All right, we'll see you, Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. Let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. When we come back, we'll invite Nick in and uh, we'll do a little crossover here, getting ready for happy hour coming up next year on ninety-three-seven. The Ticket.